0: if you're new here welcome welcome if not welcome back to another episode and thank you so so much for the support Um, i want to preface this by saying that this episode is a playback from when the podcast was previously known as wife mom hustle if you do not know the story behind as to why the name was changed to legacy builder please go back and take a, a listen to the episode one so now that we've got that out the way, I would like for you to enjoy this podcast and please don't forget to subscribe and to listen to the Legacy Builder wherever you like to stream your podcasts and also check out our website at www.legashe.co, that is Legacy, legash co. C-O. Enjoy! Welcome to Legacy Builder, the podcast where millennial moms and women like you come to learn how to monetize your gifts and create generational wealth. I'm your host, Lori Richardson. I'm a serial entrepreneur, a wife, and a mother. So are you ready to make the changes to create the life that you want to live? All right then, let's go. So Samantha, tell us a little, little bit more about yourself. So I am from
1: Trinidad in the Caribbean. My family's all out there. I went to school to get a degree in kinesiology, graduated with that degree, and then went on to personal train people. But soon after getting married, I had our first baby. So, and from there, we had like another baby, and then we had twins. So, I had yeah. we had our kids very close in age. And I think it was about last year, this time actually, when I, I can't keep up with the personal training and that hectic schedule, um, just balancing everything with twins on the way. So, that's kind of when I was introduced to Avon and looked into it. I had said no to it so many times to the friend who shared it with me. But once I looked into it, I realized the company really lines up with what I'm passionate about, um, how I love to help people with developing healthy lifestyle change, not not in the mindset of like a diet or what you can't do. And it just went hand in hand with like what I've always been even training my clients with in regards to nutrition. So Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I jumped on board then and I really only really got the business. I used the products once I was you know, I was pregnant last year and I, I used the products but probably about three months ago is when I actually really jumped in on the business side of it, which just allows for so much flexibility with my kids and the schedule and Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I've, I've been doing that primarily, and I do personal training here and there. I'll take on a couple clients, but it's not my primary thing right now. So, okay. that's just a little backdrop, you know, business wise.
0: Yeah. So. Awesome. So, okay, so you went to school for kinesiology, and that's the yeah. study of the body?
1: Body, the movement of the body. Yeah. Okay. So, it, it, you do a touch on like nutrition and physical fitness and but it it all goes back to science Mm -hmm. science and how the body works um so not just learning about what you would necessarily in a personal training course um Mm -hmm. you learn that as well but you learn even more um in regards to science and the body
0: nice so when you finished you went into personal training um of course family and life happened so fast so you were you able to I say juggle the family life and personal training or you kind of were like okay this is too much let me figure out some some other avenues or another way to do this
1: yeah I think initially I did I was able to juggle it when when I had my first baby because there's my husband and my older daughter and just me so I was able to kind of somehow I mean it was just one baby so we yeah. trade her off or have like a group session um, and then I also turned my garage into a gym just to make it more feasible for moms in particular that passion once I became a mom I realized how hard it was to go to the gym and take your baby and you know not yeah. feeling really good. <laughs> you, you don't feel that good about leaving them with the daycare the right. um, so that's kind of when my passion towards moms and that whole niche opened up I did juggle it pretty well with Training and my baby and my husband, but I think it's as kids I realized it's not that I can't juggle it, but it was, it came to do I want to focus more of my time on personal training and that my business Mm -hmm. versus like being home with my kids and spending my time there. So I kind of came to a crossroads with that, but still always had a, and still do now have a passion especially for moms and postpartum life and figuring out your health and your wellness and whether it be physical fitness or your nutrition um just feeling good so I think having a baby definitely opened that up the whole world up to yeah. me and that was like a whole new passion because before I think I, I had fitness and personal training more as like just physically fit and I was so focused on how I look versus just, I think, becoming a mom and having your body basically be, it's like, it's sacrificial, yeah. right? It's probably <laughs> the sacrificial thing of giving birth to a child. Right. Um, and then I had to really dig deep and realize, like, what is fitness and wellness? Like, I can't say that I'm not fit because I had a baby and I have, like, you know, postpartum baby tummy, like, what? Like, I had to really figure out what that was. And got passionate about moms realized that you actually are your strongest when you have a baby. um right. Growing like another human. So that was the long answer to your question.
0: That <laughs> <laughs> no, <it> was great. <laughs> it is great. It's great. Because, it, it, like you said, it is, you're pretty much sacrificial. It's not yours anymore. And we have to learn how to, you know, just go with it because it's natural. Again, it's something that's not new to us because of course it's you know, your first time having a child and it's, yeah. you know, a, again, a whole new experience. So I think that's awesome that you were able to realize that you want to focus on moms and you want to focus on, like you said, not just the outer, but the inner and the whole. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's sure. awesome. So th- would you say that you branded yourself first and then you added on the, the Arbonne too? Yeah,
1: I do think that I established myself as not just a personal trainer, but someone who pursued like a healthy lifestyle. So a lot of rapport with a lot of my my friends or people that I've trained in regards to just wellness and fitness. And so once I added up onto that, I think that did help. People there was just that trust, that level. Truly really just the other day. Someone who I I walked through what we call the thirty days to healthy living, which is resetting your body with what you eat mm-hmm. she told me she's like yeah i have kind of heard of this from someone else but i just didn't you know i connected more with, because i know you you've personally right. trained me and i know right. how how much it matters to you that you do have a healthy lifestyle and so i know that you have my best interest at hand um so i would say about my brand and who i am before adding avon on
0: okay yeah. Awesome. So um, I know that a lot of women who are building businesses, they're having I've seen some difficulties, but it's challenging to them to actually get clients to know them and trust them. How, how are yeah. you able to get people to know more about you and trust you?
1: Yeah, so I, that's actually a really good question, because I think that's the biggest thing. Now, jumping in on Arbonne mm-hmm. um, that I have actually had to face, because, of course, there's the people that do know me who I've trained but those I would, I would consider those probably older customers because mm-hmm. the, like this person who kind of ju- just jumped on board because I you know she trusts me I have that but with the new people that I've reached out to I've learned that really it comes down to your authenticity you have to really believe in what you are selling or helping people with if you're in it just for like a quick check or something. I mean, people pick that up. They know whether or not you truly care for them Mm -hmm. or if you're presenting something to them that can help them. And so, yeah, for me, it's come down to really just knowing that I need to be who I am. I'm not going to be, you know, scripted and look at people as numbers and dollar signs. Um, Meet new people or if I interact with people and I see a need, I genuinely just share what I know could help them. So definitely for me, it comes down to authenticity and consistency. Consistency because it's, it's so easy to like jump in on a business and then you ride the wave of like momentum and you're so all in and you're so excited. But then things do get tough and you're like, man, nobody's like connecting with it. Right. It's slow. Like what's going on? You just mm-hmm. kind of want to fall back. Like, oh, okay... Let's take a break, but that's when you need to like press through more regardless of what the circumstance is. Um, and that's been those two things have really taken me through going past the barrier of trying to acquire new relationships and help mm-hmm. people understand that I'm coming from a genuine place and have their best interests at hand. So
0: yeah. That's awesome. It's awesome. So like you said, you were able to build it through just being yourself and also kind of sharing your story with yeah. others. Yeah. Is that a way? Nice. Yeah. Nice, nice. So is this something that you, I know of course you're a mom full-time and, and a wife full-time, but this is something that working with Arbonne and, and, and your personal brand, do you work on this full-time? Is it something that you do full-time or you just dibble and dabble?
1: Yeah, no, I, I. this is a full-time thing for me. I, um. what's the quote? There's a quote I heard Where it's you can, what is it? Ah, I want to know. I want (laughs) to remember exactly what it is. Something to the effect of: you have a part-time business doesn't mean that you work at part-time. Or I can't Mm -hmm. remember the exact. You know, even if this is like a side thing for me, which I do hope that it's not. My goal is not to keep it as a side gig type Mm -hmm. of thing. My Mm -hmm. my goal is this is going to be my main, like one of our main sources of income but I work it consistently. So I definitely, I am a full-time mom. (laughs) I have a full plate with them. They're all under five years old. Mm -hmm. So I am busy with them, but I always try to look for like the nooks and crannies of my day, playing with their bobbies and the boys maybe taking a nap. Um, and I'll just run to my desk really quick and do whatever calls i have i always make sure to have a list of goals the night before so by the end of the day Mm -hmm. no matter what time of the day i need to make sure all those goals are checked off so that's how i keep myself accountable and i keep it integrated in my day Yeah. realistically as a mom i don't get time to just sit down for like two hours straight and just knock everything so i just keep it kind of Aving and flowing throughout my day. And I always make sure by the end of the day, once my head hits the pillow, everything on my list was checked off.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's, that's my, like, yeah, my accountability. So that's how I keep it full time, but still doable.
0: Yeah. so let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Because um, I know that that's one thing that a lot of moms are struggling with, with trying to fit their business in, in the nooks and crannies. So yeah. when you do your to-do list, um, mm-hmm. is it something that, of course, is, you know, strenuous or it's something that, okay, I, I know that I can get these done today. Let me make sure these are on the list. Like, how do you, how do you work that?
1: Yeah, it's exactly what you said is I don't, I don't over, so I overachieve in my head for the month, right? There's a big goal that I want for the month, but for each day, there's the five non-negotiables that I do. There's five things on my list that As long as I get those things done, which are very doable within my day, then I know, okay, today was good. I could go above that. I could do more, but as long as I get my five, like that's my minimum, I won't do less than that. Um, So much, as long as you keep doing something every day, Mm -hmm. uh, the momentum keeps, I think it's when you just stop and you're like, you know, it's a bad day. It's terrible. Let me just do nothing. Mm -hmm. you feel the the drag backwards when you try to get back into it
0: yes. later in,
1: in that week. So as long as you know you get whatever you know how the business works for somebody else. For me, it's my basic. Like I have to meet those five goals, then yeah, I it's good. The momentum keeps going
0: and building from there. So, so what are some if you can share or elaborate? What are the the goals of some of the yeah. those five milestones?
1: So my five things would be the first one would be when I wake up, I have my devotional time. So I feed mm-hmm. me before mm-hmm. I feed everybody else. So mm-hmm. I'm trying to get up at least an hour before the kids get up. Um, because if I am pouring from an empty cup, then nothing really gets done. So right. that's how I feel myself is in my, my time in the word and my relationship with the Lord. So mm-hmm. that's key for me. Mm-hmm. That's number one. And then number two would be some sort of personal development, which was kind of hand in hand with my, my devotional time, whether my development would be like reading five pages of a book that I'm going through in regards to business or even personal development. So that would be my one and two, definitely. And then three would be, I, there's at least five people that I would reach out to that day. Um, whether it's via a voice note or a phone call right now, you know, you can't go any places still where I live because Mm -hmm. of everything going on. So I, a lot of what I do is literally through the phone and I'll just, I'll make phone calls or send voice notes or text. I don't really like to do text messages. I like to be more personable and connect through voice. Um, and then yeah as long as I get my five people reached out to what else what else do I have on there I actually have my list here I, I um my five people actually in my head count as my five non-negotiables because it's easy to talk yourself yeah. out of reaching out to people yeah. because of fear of like rejection and oh yeah So that's a big one for yes. me like I, I let that count each person counts as a <laughs> because it's if I don't hold myself accountable then it's easy to just kind of take yourself out and be like oh I'll do that the next day so if I reach out I feel accomplished because I'm like it's hard to do that um yes fighting the preconceived notion of people thinking maybe it's not genuine or you know why you might why you're reaching out to them so Mm -hmm. I think that's why my personal development comes first though because it's like through affirmations and my time in the word, like I have genuine, like, you know, intent. So, like I really care for people and mm-hmm. I really want to help serve them. So it reminds me of that. Then I go into my five people that I'll reach out to. Right. Um, so that's kind of a overview of what my day look like. I'm sure there's more on my list, but mm-hmm. like every single day, I, those are the things I have to get done. Else yeah. I would
0: feel very accomplished yeah yeah yeah. that's that's great that's great I I like that that tip that you have as far as making sure that you have the five non-negotiables and and having a list that you said again you can achieve but it's not too strenuous that it kind of just like you said you loop it in throughout your day yeah so I guess another question that I have that goes into that you know like you said reaching out reaching out to people reaching out to new clients so how do you kind of get over that fear? Because again, you're in a space where you have to kind of essentially sell um, mm-hmm. or, and if you don't sell, you're not going to, of course, help people and help feed your family. So how do you get kind of over that hump?
1: So first, that's the first step, actually. What you said about selling, I used to think when I first heard about Avon, which is the reason I said no to it so many times, I said, oh, I'm not a salesperson. And then the person who mentored to was being attracted me when I first said that, it's not a sales... It's it's literally sit back and think of like places that you go or things that you eat that you recommend to friends that you like mm-hmm. or that you think would be beneficial to them. It's the same equivalent thing. Just on the other end of it, yes, we paid for what we sell, but it's recommended based on what you love. You're not selling something that you think isn't worthy or helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think my conviction comes from that because you you have to have a strong conviction before you go forward presenting Mm -hmm. something to someone Mm -hmm. and so I literally have a saying that I post on my Instagram I try to post it every day in my stories it says feel the fear and do it anyway and that's kind of what takes me through that wall of meeting new people and reaching Mm -hmm. out to them because you are going to feel the fear I don't think there's any way around that I think that's what you need to use to your, to benefit you. Because mm-hmm. w- once you are through that and you do something regardless of your feeling, um, and then you see like so many times I could think of people that I overthought it for days. I'm like, Oh, I don't oh, want to yes. reach out to them. They're going to, they're <laughs> going to think this, they're going to say this, but I just did it anyway. One day I just picked a phone, I sent a voice to it and mm-hmm. Sometimes I don't even go back to check because you can see when they saw your message. Yes. And I'm like, I don't, wanna, I don't feel the rejection, but I just do it anyway. And then I, there's so many of my clients today, are people like that, that I was like so apprehensive about, but they love it so mm-hmm. much. They love what Avon has taught them in regards to lifestyle and holistic living. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's just an element of like, I think this is why the biggest part of like your daily dues should be mm-hmm. personal development. Because once you realize you got it, you're going to feel the fear, but you've got to just do it. Right. Um, it's like game changer because I think for the longest time, that's why I said no to Abon and I kicked myself for it because mm-hmm. it's just, there's just an element of growth also that comes mm-hmm. with, man, i reconnect that. I lost touch with years ago Um, and it's an opportunity for me to reach out to them and they they're so grateful for the community and for me reaching out and I love that I love that essentially when you push yourself um, through the fair you are growing like within the months that I've been doing ABON I personally have like I always say it's like it's a health and wellness company but it's disguised as a I, I, swear, like, I feel like it's like disguised as a, it's a really a personal development type of company because mm-hmm. all it is that I keep growing and growing and growing. Um, and so I think when you start viewing it, like, you know, less about sales and mm-hmm. numbers and I have to reach this amount of people within this amount of time and more about, okay, well, like, where's my heart? You know, why, who do I want to reach out to and why do I want to reach out to them? Once you connect all the dots, then <laughs> it helps you to break through that barrier, I think, with acquiring, you know, new, you, new customers or whatever you are trying to present to them.
0: Okay, that's awesome. That's awesome. So out of all of the companies that are out there as far as in the health and wellness yeah. space, what made you decide to go with Arbonne in particular?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question, because if anybody knows me, I had to make sure to myself that this was not a fad because I, I think anything that is, if you have to oversell something, and it's so hyped up, and it's just a thing to do, there's something missing. Like, mm-hmm. And so for me, the biggest thing with Avon was, one, the people who presented it to me were always super genuine, and their lifestyle... I I related a lot too. And I could tell that it was the consistency again. Like Mm -hmm. when I said earlier, like I saw consistency in their lifestyle. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm doing this thing. And then boom, they just kind of like drop it. Mm -hmm. Um, At least the people who reached out to me, like I saw the consistency, I saw their lifestyle. I saw how authentic they were. And I really was drawn to that. Mm -hmm. The second thing was once I did my research about Avon in particular, I realize that they are a company that's been around for forty years. They're a certified B corporation. Which, if you don't know what a certified B corporation is, mm-hmm. it's like a it's a company that values people and the planet over profit. So mm-hmm. to have that title as a certified B corp, you go through very stringent. Um, vetting and like to keep that title it's a big deal like mm-hmm. it means you're super transparent it means all your ingredients are genuinely as pure as you say they are um and that was a big thing to me because it's easy to just market something especially in today's world with fitness and wellness is like yeah. the thing yeah you can market anything and say it does this or it's this pure but Avon genuinely because they're so transparent and they have a certified B Corp I knew okay, they're legit. And then they took it up notches when I did more research. And I was like, oh, okay, they actually hold their products to the European Union standard, which bans, I want to say it's like 20 is the number, 20 ingredients. Wow. So Avon not only bans 1,400, but they go up and they ban over 2,000 ingredients or on their not allowed list. And so when I did my research and I saw the transparency of the company. I saw the transparency of the people who shared it with me and the authenticity with them. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's what won me over because there's really nothing. I've had a lot of people approach me. Being in the fitness world, you, you do come into contact with people who approach you about all kinds of yes. things to represent or be a part of. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never went with it because I just never, when I would do research, it just, It's packaged nicely, but there's really a ton of junk in it. So, (laughs) and what I love about Avon is we don't push. It's not like we say you have to take Avon to live a healthy lifestyle. Like that's not it. They teach you to live a healthy lifestyle by eating well, eating whole foods. Our company supplements that. The products are supplemented, supplement your, your diet. So someone like me, who's a mom, who's super busy, Okay. Of course, okay. I strive to eat vegetables and fruits and, and incorporate it all in my daily life. But the reality is I'm not going to be able to cook the amounts of vegetables and fruits that I need to eat every single day. If I strive to do that and then I can supplement what I'm lacking with a product that I know is very pure mm-hmm. and all the vegetables and fruit ground up in it, um with one scoop like I, i'll of course <laughs> like, right. it helps me to reach my my health standard of what i need every day right and to know that it's so pure that i could share it with my kids was another big thing i didn't mm-hmm. want to jump on board with a company that you know is unholistic and well-rounded and all of their products are so pure that my kids use it my kids drink what we call the greens balance mm-hmm. which is all the fruits and veggies ground up and i have a really picky what is she, two or three? She's two. Three. <laughs> she's three. She's three. <laughs> <laughs> <All Yeah. right. laughs> she, um, she's super picky. She doesn't eat enough. Like I keep telling her girl, you like you need to grow. Like, how are you gonna grow if you don't eat food? Mm-hmm. But I supplement it with giving her the greens and a protein shake and she loves it. Like she thinks it's a treat. She thinks it's ice cream, but It's really the purest vegan protein that you can find Uh and all greens in it. And she has no idea. It's like a health bomb,
0: basically. But
1: yeah, so I, I love, I love all of that about the company. And it it just won me over once I did the research and saw how different they are. They're truly set apart from everyone else. There is no competitor in my head because Mm -hmm. there is no one with their level of purity and science to back it out there. So
0: that's great. So what kind of products, like you just mentioned the, the greenies. So what kind of other products do you use in particular to also help with your brand?
1: So I use everything. It's, they're a one-stop shop where I, once I started the business side of it, I definitely purchased the nutrition, um, because obviously I'm a personal trainer and protein is like my go-to, but I also started switching out as stuff ran out in my house, um, Like my, my body wash, my lotions, my, all of my makeup right now is vegan makeup. And when you do the research and you realize like the stuff we're sold has so many toxins in it and Mm -hmm. it's not good for people and it's not good for the planet. Like on both levels, for me, that was enough. And I literally saw and feel the difference since using products that are that pure so I would say everything comes to my brand because I, what I do when I train people is just, you know, I physically train you with your fitness, but I also teach you to live a, a, a well-rounded holistic lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That is what i am on it. So yeah, it's like my one stop shop for everything. There's nothing on me that's not <laughs> up <on> right now <laughs> because once you see, like it really is good for you. It's good for your skin. It's good yeah. for your body. And then, even the packaging, they are part of TerraCycle. So they recycle mm-hmm. like all of my Avon packages. It's all recycled stuff mm-hmm. from previous Avon packaging. So they're very nice. big on doing as much waste prevention as possible. Mm-hmm. So they really are good for the you know people on the planet. And so, yeah, it's my one-stop shop. And then at the same time, as you keep building your business, now I get paid from my own orders. So why not nice. purchase stuff that I make? money back on so yeah it all kind of all all plays into my into my brand I
0: think that's awesome yeah that's that's great that's great so um from here of course you have Arbon and you have you know your personal training and collectively like you said they are, they're they're working hand in hand together are you um also going to be moving into a different direction as far as your with your personal training like you said you can't really meet with anybody now because of everything that's going on have you decided to kind of shift and pivot with that or are you more focused on um the product side
1: i would say it's kind of 50 50 because i with personal training i've started doing a lot of online stuff for people if they want to train i would just send them my online workout that i put together for them Mm -hmm. and then i also do like a online, um, YouTube fitness channel with my husband and my kids. So it's good. So it's like family. And nice. because I think it's very easy to only get caught up in like, I, I don't see a lot of family fitness out mm-hmm. there, just see like woman or man. And that's pretty much it. So we just love being able to do that. And then also incorporate a little devotional in the beginning of each workout. So it's kind of hand in hand because Avon is my, like, I work at full time. I don't ever want it to be just a side gig for Mm -hmm. me so I work it like if it's my full-time thing now even if I'm still in the beginning phases of it Mm -hmm. but at the same time I do kind of move with the just where things are at right now yeah um with the world yeah so yeah I've transitioned a lot of my training to online but I am someone that I think I'm constantly coming up with new ideas or Mm -hmm you know, just to help moms. That's, like, my thing. Like, moms and, like, postpartum life, that's, like, my thing. Maybe because I had kids so quickly and Mm -hmm. so, like, back to back to back and then coming from a history of, like, fitness and always seeing my body one way and then seeing it drastically change Mm -hmm. after becoming a mom and and not really feeling like there's much of support out there for moms. Like, a real support. Like, there's stuff that, well, I think now there's, like, a movement. I feel like in social media, where you do see a lot of the real stuff, and I love that because back when I had my first one, that wasn't really the case. Um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so my, I'm always thinking up of new ideas for moms, and I do have something that I'm putting together right now that it's like in the works mm-hmm. for postpartum way. So yeah, I'm getting it all patented and everything but it's I'm adding that on to my brand but I think the unifying factor is like it's always to help moms and postpartum and just Mm -hmm. this journey of like motherhood because it can be really lonely if you isolate yourself and well you inherently end up isolating yourself because if you're home with the kids it's like you're talking to kids all day so so I think that's like my really big passion is is that at the core of it and Avon and my mom's strong fitness brand and whatever else I come up with they all just tied together to help with that
0: does nice that yeah it does it does make sense before we wrap up I have two more questions one how do you how are you able to make time for yourself and make time for you know like this, the mental clarity. You did mention that you do get up in the morning and 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 have your word. But are there any other times that you feel that you need to make time for yourself so that you're able to, of course, continue to focus on family and your marriage and business? Yeah,
1: I think that's still an ongoing process. To be honest, because <laughs> I just had my twins uh, seven months ago. So okay. It, Still a new adjustment where I'm trying to figure out the balance of like, we'll get the kids down at night. But I also, in my head, I'm like, you know, do I go to sleep and get sleep while they all sleep? Or do I just stay up and have my like my veg time where I could like just relax and then maybe do some abon. I don't know. So I, I'm still figuring that out. I do. It's something that I'm grateful. I have a husband that's very helpful. Um, Mm -hmm. He's very understanding and he, he's always the one to try and like encourage me to like go take time for myself. Mm-hmm. So like in that aspect, I think teamwork really helps because I do have a very helpful husband mm-hmm. who's willing to kind of just, he'll, he'll take them all and I'll yeah. just have some time for myself. But I don't know. I, I feel like I've gotten to the place in motherhood where I, it, it can be chaotic, mm-hmm. but in the midst of the chaos, like I take time to make a nice cup of, Dandy blend. I don't do coffee. Dandy Blend is like ground up dandelion root. It tastes just like coffee, but better for you. And I make sure to take time in the midst of it all to have my cup of Dandy Blend mm-hmm. and. That to me is relaxing. Yeah, it's just taking so your past 10 minutes. <laughs> it's
0: like,
1: yeah, like my business, I incorporate throughout my day with my kids. It's mm-hmm. the same thing with time for me. There, there are times where I do think it's it's beneficial to just have my time, mm-hmm. which is why I wake up early and have my time in the word. But to keep yourself going, I mean, you can't just run yourself ragged all day. Right and you can't just push the pause button on your kids like Mm -hmm. they're gonna be full of energy all over the place so you have to find like your little things that help you just take a deep breath in the midst of it all the reality is I don't get a lot of time to just be oh it's just me like let Mm -hmm. me just and honestly like right now I just that's not my season in life so I'm okay with it I'm okay with not having that type of complete recharge time but I what I do try to make sure I do is find little moments throughout the day where I can recharge myself so Mm -hmm. that I don't end up pouring from an empty cup. So
0: yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And then my last question, you kind of answered it as far as you saying it through your husband was encouraging. So for those who have spouses who aren't as encouraging, what kind of maybe advice can you offer to them who, um, who want to start a business and who want to, of course, build their brand and, of course, have family and a spouse? Like, how, how, what kind of advice would you offer them?
1: I think my first thing would be not to focus on changing the other person, not mm-hmm. to focus so much on what he or she does not do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I mean, you can't change another person. Mm-hmm. All you can do is work on developing yourself. So if you have a dream as, you know, as a woman to have a business and still have your kids and be present for your marriage, then you, you gotta like own the dream, like Mm -hmm. really take that dream. I take that dream to God and I ask Mm -hmm. him to make it all, make all things sufficient and help me to help me to balance it out because I can't do it on my own. I can't like, I'm a human being and I Mm -hmm. will feel, but First, find your joy and your conviction from yourself and Mm -hmm. for me, from my walk with the Lord. So I, even though I have a a very supportive, encouraging husband, Mm -hmm. if he was not supportive or encouraging, that wouldn't deter me because my purpose and my, my direction does Mm -hmm. not come from him. It comes from the Lord and it comes from what I really feel like I'm called to do. Um, Right, right. And so I would say just really focus on developing you and choosing to, like, love that person, even if they're not supporting you the way you want them to support you. I mean, all you can do is be the best version that you are called to be mm-hmm. and back that onto that person and hopefully in doing so, you know, it speaks volumes to them.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's definitely not your job to try to make somebody understand it or mm-hmm. See what you see, or hold them to be the person that pours joy into you. That's not—I don't believe that's how it should be. I mean, right. for me, first and foremost, my walk with the Lord is what gives me joy and gives me purpose. Mm-hmm. And even on days where it may be a lot juggling marriage and kids, mm-hmm. and and if I don't think my husband's being understanding one day, it's <laughs> okay. He's a human too. Um, right, right, but. I find my purpose and direction from the conviction that I have and what I know I'm good at and Mm -hmm. what I'm called to do. And yeah, you just, you hold on to that and focus on yourself. So don't focus so much on the other person Focus Mm -hmm. on yourself. That would be my,
0: my number one thing. That's amazing. That's awesome. That's awesome. And back when I first of course was married and having my, my daughter right after getting married as well, And being trying to get into the business game, that's something that took me years to learn. And that's awesome that you are able to, you were able to learn that and of course share with other women because we get, like you said, so caught up in the day to day and we want to do, you know, this business. And then you're like, well, you're supposed to be my partner in this. But again, it's, that's not what God called them to do. It's what he called you to do. So being open and honest and having that conversation with God and, and asking him to convict you that's that speaks yeah. volumes that speaks volumes because of course that's what he wants from us is to to ask to put you know lay our request out to yeah. him so i think that's amazing that that's great advice great great advice uh, <laughs> so where can our listeners get in touch with you miss samantha
1: i have a facebook but i think i'm more instagram is where you can really connect with me more uh-huh. so my instagram name is mom strong sam Mm-hmm. So you can find me there. And then my Avon webpage is samanthamiley.avon.com. It's also connected in my Instagram as well, though. So, nice. those two places definitely you can find me. Um, and yeah, I do have a Facebook, but I definitely am more active on my Instagram. Okay. So,
0: yeah. So, awesome Thank you so much awesome. for this. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you for agreeing and gracing us with your presence. And for those who are listening, this was our second go round because, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because of some technical difficulties. But I really appreciate you being patient with me and, and allowing me yeah. to get myself together and so that we could, of course, um, put this together. So I really appreciate yeah. it.
1: This was awesome. It was a privilege. So thank you very
0: much. Awesome. You're very welcome. And again, thank you for gracing us with your presence on the on the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure you subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. Thanks for listening. Until next time.